Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, yo! <laughs> it was still showing the numbers on my end, so I was like, okay, hello. So, hey guys, welcome back to our YouTube channel. Today, I'm going to be doing a water ASMR. So today, we have this brand of water, which I will not be showing. <laughs> but also, welcome back to episode five. A Villa Birds with your favorite hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. You guys, today we have a loaded ass freaking episode. We have a lot going on, a lot of shenanigans, bamboozling, a lot of roasting and switching couples and couples breaking up and y'all not allowed to do anything anymore. Like, what is going on? There's too much. There's a lot. But I'm here to explain it all. So let me give you this recap. Let's get into the recap. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Sunday night, we said goodbye to Charlotte and Andre. Um, Please. Everybody is like, I mean, is anybody upset Charlotte's leaving? Like, I'm sure they're like, we wish you well. But she's gone. But Catherine is actually crying over Andre, which is interesting. We see... um her explain that, you know, even though she didn't know what could have been, she's still sad because that was her friend. Um, the next day, we actually have a daytime recoupling where oh. the boys pick the girls. There's an even number, so nobody's going home. And the official official recoupling is Zach and Molly, Mehdi and Whitney, Sammy and Jess, Tyreek and Ella, Mitchell and Leah, and Scott and Catherine. Uh... Leah's upset because during Sammy's recoupling speech, he called her a test. And she feels yeah. as though um, that he is downplaying the whole situation. Following up on this, you know, Leah gives Ella the scoop. Ella gives Jess the scoop. Sammy gives, or Jess gives Sammy the scoop. Sammy and Jess give Leah the scoop. Basically, there's like a full out debrief. and. A whole lot of emotion, a whole lot of yelling, miscommunication, whatever. Into Monday night's episode, we continue the blowout. You know, Sammy essentially tells Leah, like, I don't know what it has to do with me that your feelings are hurt. Which is a crazy thing to say when you've completely let a girl on and acted like you liked her. But, okay, this also comes right Hot off the tail of Jess being like, it's quite convenient that you're all in for Jess once you realized you're on the, in the bottom three and she wasn't. So, you know, he's on really the defensive. He's not listening to Jess. Jess is getting all riled up. In the middle of all this drama, we get a text and the hideaway is open. And, you know, our favorite toxic lovebirds <laughs> are immediately volunteered by Whitney to go into the hideaway. Um, 
while they're in the hideaway, we see Jess continue conversations about the drama. And she um, is telling Mitchell, and he's like, I would be here for you. I would like, love you better than him, blah, blah, blah. You know. <laughs> it's basically the same Wait. tactics he used on Molly. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was that voice <laughs> it was my mitchell like manipulator mode voice why do you sound like a gremlin he doesn't sound like that you are telling me that when you turn on the screen and mitchell is like i would love you better than he would bleh, that you're not like okay gremlin mode yeah okay let's be fine fine, <laughs> fine. I just, oh my god i've just like never heard this voice of that's the level of hatred you have for this fucking man man hater oh my god it's back i don't hate him i don't hate him he actually he actually convinced me in this series of episodes he had a point like, that like he had a point I don't know if he has a point, but it's like, he's so delusional and he brings the drama and I'm like, okay, you've earned your place because like, you are kind of a psycho, but like, we do need that energy here. Anyways, Whitney and Medi have a conversation because during the recoupling speech, Whitney was giggling. He thought that was disrespectful. She's like, no, no, no. They have a conversation about their love language, whatever. Then the next day we have a situationship challenge, a very fun challenge actually, where everybody's in a, instead of just sitting around and like guessing what each, you know, person and couple would guess, there was actually like a competition element. We actually turned the challenge into a fun thing that's also going to bring drama. So everybody's on a little boat and every question that you get right with your partner, you go up a little row on the bow and the first person to hit the finish line or the first couple to finish whatever are the winners um this game doesn't necessarily have the prize the prize is the drama that we get after the game and in this game we find out that literally all of the islanders think that mitchell is the least trustworthy they also (laughs) think that zach and molly are game players they also say that mitchell oh no sorry medi and whitney are giving journey in the wise words of our queen whitney um <laughs> we come back from that just and sammy are still fighting whitney and Maddie go up to the terrace and they have a mm-hmm. fucking snog they snog their faces off um whitney they go french Ooh la la. French. it's given french they come back on Tuesday night's episode, debrief from the kiss. Everybody's like, oh my God, ooh la la. Everybody's freaking out. Jess and Mitchell talk. And up until this point, she'd been arguing with Sammy like, oh, you're so annoyed about Mitchell wanting to talk to me, but I friend zoned him. But then she has this conversation with Mitchell. Turns out she doesn't necessarily want to friend zone it quite yet, but she's annoyed with Sammy because he's not even giving her the opportunity and blah, 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 and a lot more fighting. And we go to sleep. And the next day we have brunch dates, but then the da 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 in the spirit of actually thrown in a twist, Maya Jamma. Walks in the motherfucking building, looking as fine as she oh. always does, as she always does, and she announces all the couples here are gonna vote for their the couples that they think are the least compatible, and the bottom two. Actually, I don't even think she says anything about the bottom two. She's just like, go off, deliberate, and who is the most or the least incompatible? 
whatever. Everybody votes. They have their little chats. They vote. They send in their little vote via text. And then we get the evening. And as the girls are getting ready, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Like, we got to be at the fire pit right now. And y'all are blowing out the hair with the Dyson air wrap. Like, let's go. (laughs) Mitchell's like, we have to go to the fire pit immediately. Dot, dot, dot. Now. Because he knows. (laughs) <laughs> These islanders are a little too dumb to know. Maybe what immediately means. So he was like, "Now, Stop. that means now." <laughs> he made me laugh. He made me laugh. So the fire pit vote happens, and even better, Maya Jamia is there again. She's there to, you know, like hello, like we missed when Caroline Flack was in the building deliberating the news, like facilitating True. conversations like meddling being like what's good with y'all like (laughs) you don't really seem so happy stuff like that so she makes them stand up and say with their chest who they think is the least compatible so every couple stands up one by one and they're like this is the these are the two islanders we think are the least compatible basically long story short (laughs) justin sammy get four votes mitchell and leah get four votes scott and Catherine get two votes and Whitney and Maddie get two votes, but it doesn't matter because the least compatible couples are Mitchell and Leah and Justin and Sammy. And this now means that both couples are split. All four Islanders are single and they are now banned from recoupling up with their pair. So Mitchell and Leah can't couple up anymore and Justin and Sammy cannot couple up anymore either. And that's the recap. And we have two new bombshells coming oh. in. Bro, I'm so dumb. Yeah, the two new bombshells. The two new bombshells. <laughs> Who, by the way, I think are going to be a little fun. I'm looking forward to it. They actually... I saw personality, and that's all I all I want from the bombshells. That's literally exactly what we need from the bombshells. Like, even... You had mentioned this maybe a couple of episodes ago, but a bombshell is going to bombshell, mm-hmm. okay? And they're bombshelling so hard. They're like, I'm going to um, – I forgot what the girl said, but she's like, I'm going to steal your man. And then they pan, zoom to her blowing a kiss to the camera and doing hearts and stuff. And I was like, yes! I was like, chaos is coming! Yeah. So I'm here for it. Thank you so much for that very thorough recap. Again, we had so much going on. I was honestly like, damn, like every four seconds, I was like, ooh, oh, damn, ah, like <laughs> everybody no, was fighting left and right. I feel like the last two seasons of this podcast that we did, like my wrap ups would be like, okay, keep it two minutes. It'd be like easy. Like the fucking last three episodes were boring as fuck or like only one episode mm. in the last three episodes was interesting. So whatever. But like now, every episode, something's happening. So seriously, but. That's what we want. Like, Mm -hmm. we want to give enough for us to talk about. And I think that helps. But I feel like we can narrow this down. And again, we have our birdhouses. But we're not really doing birdhouses until the very end. Because you guys know the most interesting or beefiest couple is always at the end that we discuss. But to start us off, Catherine and Scott. Mm. Scott chose Catherine during the daytime recoupling um even though he was feeling these tumultuous sexual tension vibes with Leah which I was like okay but (laughs) I don't really have much to say about them like he reminds me of like 
the superhero that Brad Pitt plays in Megamind? <laughs> okay, this fucking deep cut, like... Yeah, like, yeah. And lucky for you, I just rewatched that. And lucky for you, <laughs> I just rewatched that. Um, yeah. Okay, I kind of like Scott so far, even though I still, I just, I don't know. I what, feel like Catherine's forcing it, though. Yes, I don't know I what feel it is. Like he is a little bit stringing her along to be nice because he knows that she's had a tough situation in there and whatever. And also, I feel like, you know, he has to be... He has to be a good egg because he's in this couple with her and he doesn't want to... He said he wanted to get to know her, so he doesn't want to, like, make it seem like, oh, I'm just here with you because, like, I was the last guy to vote. But I did find Mm. it extremely interesting that they had Scott go last in the recoupling. Yeah. Because I wanted to know his true intentions. I don't want to hear, like, all, like, you know, I don't want to hear the back and forth between him, Catherine, Leah, whatever, of him just saying, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I like you, but... I kind of don't know you and like I'm also getting along with Leah and it's like well you're not saying you don't know Leah like you know the same about Catherine and Leah you're just more attracted to Leah for you know right whatever I guess there's preference involved but personality wise I don't I feel like we see a lot of Leah in the episodes and I can't tell you a thing <laughs> about her can you I don't know what her occupation is. I forgot. I don't know what her favorite color is. I don't know, like... No, she's a dental hygienist or something. No, that was Charlotte, baby. Oh, okay, my baby. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you, like... She's definitely pretty, but even Scott clocked it. He's like, you just seem so nice. Like, you just don't seem like you could do any wrong. And then there was, like, that weird, like sexual tension that they had she's like oh you don't think i can do anything wrong i just don't understand why every man around leah is like you just have so much sexual tension no you want to yeah like what (laughs) you i guess like maybe that sounds backwards like that you could want to fuck somebody and there's no sexual tension but like yeah like Mm. There's nothing in the air. It's not like you're like trying to like rip each other's clothes off. Like it's just like Yeah, yeah. Hot. Yeah, which is fine. I mean you can think somebody's hot. (laughs) I get it, but like you can make Yeah, you can think someone's hot, but like you don't have to shove it down other people's throats that like they have so much energy or chemistry or whatever. Even Sammy went through the same thing, but we're gonna fucking talk about him in a sec. Oh yeah. Anywho. Yeah, I'm sorry, Catherine Babes, but, like, I don't think Scott's the one no. for you. And let's hope that this new bombshell coming in is coming in for her or for Whitney, like, yeah. whatever. Either one would be fine, depending mm-hmm, how the cards mm-hmm. fall, how the chips fall, whatever. Um, But I'm hoping you know, our girl Catherine can make a connection. I'm hoping she can last until Casa because I just feel like she's too good to go and 
if it came down between Catherine and Leah, like, who's giving me more entertainment? Catherine, Catherine. for sure. Catherine. Even though we're not, sh- they're, even though they're not showing her as much, like, I'm not sure why Leah's getting more screen time right now. Like, maybe there's just a lot of drama revolving around her, which is maybe why she's getting a lot of screen time. Like, I just think after, like, Jess took over in the beef between... Leah and Sammy like it should have been more focused on other islanders like you and I just talked about this a couple episodes ago how you know we're starting to see Mandy open up because he's getting that airtime and so maybe there's just some stuff that we haven't seen from Leah yet but I just feel like they're not choosing the right clips like I'm not getting anything I just from don't think there's clips of Leah Maybe not, but I guess not, but I think Scott's been like super funny and entertaining so far. I think he's a great addition to the villa. I do like him. I I just don't think he and Catherine are going to work. Yeah, no, I actually do like his personality and I like his little, even if I wish she would maybe give Catherine more of a chance. Like again, he said like he doesn't know anything about her. So ask yeah. her something about her, you know? Um, right. And I do feel like they have a good conversation. So I feel like he's just not taking it seriously. But anyways, I digress. My whole point was yeah. I like, you know, the little friendship he has going on with her and with Whitney mm-hmm. I clocked. Um, yeah. With Medi. Uh, and with Ella, I think, like, it seems like he's very much blending into the friend group of the villa, which I enjoy. Um, Mm -hmm. and it makes me want to keep him over other Islanders. Me too. And also, I don't remember if it was him or if it was Zach, which by the way, both of them were wilding during the situationship challenge. They were saying the funniest shit. I was like dying of laughter, but I think Scott like roasted Tyreek by saying like oh um something something about Tyreek because all he does is like mess around he flashes a smile and he gets away with it and I was like oh my god he's so right he is so right because it's like Tyreek be Tyreek be getting like worked up in a fuss be saying some shit out of yeah. anger or whatever and then it's just like he's just like and his little angel eyes <laughs> angel eyes have we talked about his shimmery angel eyes yeah he does have puppy dog he oh. gives me puppy dog like but anyways sure. next couple next couple about... my favorite my favorite thing that came out of that challenge was this photo yeah him holding <laughs> up the mitch sign <laughs> him happy that he gets to roast mitch at any opportunity oh zach's face during that entire challenge, every single frame was screenshotable and usable in any meme. He was giving tomfoolery to the max. I loved it. Oh my god, his facial reactions were so funny. Oh, he was definitely so likable in this challenge. But yeah, let's talk him and Molly. I feel like... <laughs> I. It's interesting that... Nobody voted them least compatible, but at the same time, there were other fires to be dealt with. Like, I feel like there's so many incompatible couples right now and unstable couples right now that it's like, how can we vote for them when, like, honestly, Mitchell and Leah are right there. Honestly, me and Medzi are right there. Like, you know, like there were other couples that needed to be addressed. So I feel like Zach and Molly went under the radar, but I feel like it came out also in this episode how little Molly 
feels like Zach knows her. But then in the next clip, mm. they're at brunch and she's like, I just feel like I get to be myself. And I've, you know, you've really brought out a side to me that I never <laughs> like experienced before. And like, it's my best side. And I don't know, she's saying that bullshit. I'm like, what side? I feel like you've been I don't know. the same bubbly girl the whole time. It was, I feel like, again, like, Molly's forcing it because she thinks, like, she's going to lose Zach. But I don't think she realizes, like, he's good. He's yeah. fine. But I feel like she thinks she will lose him because they don't have anything in common. I'm like, the second, if they left the villa right now and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, let's give it a shot. The second this girl pulled up the Disney Plus to play a fucking princess movie for date night, my man is out. He's out. He's going to be like, ooh, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go now because it's giving cringe core. And he's all, he's all, he has a completely different vibe to him. You think he's going to Broadway to see her little shows? No. <laughs> I don't think so. But I will say his admittance, him admitting that he was feeling some type of way during the recoupling thinking about not being with her. Like, there's some value to that for now. They're definitely a summer fling. I'm not saying this is going to be a huge relationship and they're going to be in love and go with It's a summer fling. They're not going anywhere unless somebody hotter than Molly comes in with a rockin' ass bod, which I think is hard to believe because she's got body yaddy yaddy. She's got body yaddy They're fine. They're smooth yeah, sailing. I, I don't think like... they're going to fall in love. Like, no. it's just a fling. I hope. That'd be really crazy. I mean, I mean, if they did, happened. that's fine. Yeah, totally. well, I'm gonna block love from happening. Like, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like this is they're smooth sailing. It doesn't really seem like the bombshells coming in for Zach, so they're potentially safe for now. Um, I mean, we're in week three. In a week and a half, we could be getting Casa more, which is crazy to say. Um, I know. I feel like in that time period, they their boat might not be rocks, but take them to Casa more. I think they could be a couple that comes back with both of them recoupled. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And and here's the thing: everybody is like so focused on this next couple doing that, but I feel like they're definitely it's giving journey. <laughs> They're definitely finding their way. Whitney and Mitty. Yeah. They have connected. They, like, sparks have started to emerge a little bit. Mm. They're slowly finding their way. Mm-hmm. Slowly finding their way. Mm-hmm. A little bit of sparks here. Just mm-hmm. a banter, whatever. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say before I pass the baton to you was that sexy ass sunscreen massage bikini tops off and i was in awe at this whole masseuse situation i was like whoo okay i I see you definitely relating with all the other islanders being like uh like look over there like oh my god (laughs) i was like okay girl very hot and steamy the way okay i will say i don't Mm. find this man particularly sexy but the no, way he I don't just, either. Like, you know, pull that bikini string and it just like immediately like <laughs> un un undid itself and just went straight into the massage. I was like, okay, there's some game. 
right. Yeah, that did something to me. I was like, okay. If I if I was out and about in front of my friends, and my man did that to me, I'd be like, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we have to leave. Wrap it up. Say your goodbyes. We're going home. That's where I'll leave it. <laughs> That's and where I'll leave was, it. And- and and she after the massage, she was just sitting there topless. She was good. She was vibing. I was like, yes, girl. That was giving very UK. I was like, yes, free the nipple. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Whatever. No, it was a sleigh. I I loved it. And and I think their evolution. They're definitely not each other. Like, do I think they're gonna work after Casa? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like. They got called down in the challenge as having the least sexual chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I, again, like, okay, I think, I do think Whitney is shy. Like, clearly she is shy because, you know, she can't take a compliment. I mean, she likes to hear the compliment, but, like, once it's sincerely, like, genuinely happening, she's, like, a, she gets shy, which is uh, so relatable. That is so me. I cannot take, you know, I can't take a fucking yeah, compliment. Yeah, I do. Um... <laughs> So I get it. But I feel like that it just I'm not I just am not seeing your past friends. Like they got called out as having the least chemistry and he was like, okay, let me up my game, I guess. And like she told him two nights before, like, oh, you could ask me to the terrace. And then it's like, okay, he asked her to the terrace. Like she said mm-hmm. they had no sexual chemistry. Okay, I'm gonna kiss her now. Like I it's just to me. I feel like she's really trying to make it work. She's trying to communicate Mm. her love languages. He's like, that's just not my love language. And she's like, okay. And she's the one who's having to give growth. And at the same time, like, you know, what happened last week happened, right? Where Mm -hmm. he called her a fire starter and a drama starter and whatever. And, you know, if she's going to move on, then I guess I'm going to move on too, right? But then again, like, they're at the fire pit and she's giggling in his speech and he knows she gets shy. She's giggled in his face. Like they're jokey. And the next day he's like, it was disrespectful. I felt like you were disrespecting me. And this is that point that I bring up all the time where people just throw the word disrespect. Mm. Like at a second, you disrespected me. I would have to like, not that every instance of disrespect is like a hundred percent. Um, like, calculated but right i feel like for me to have disrespected you so deeply like i didn't even intend to it was not you're misinterpreting it and jumping to disrespect i just feel like he doesn't i i feel like he likes her but he's not willing to compromise like on part like the parts of her personality that he is not acclimated to yet if that makes sense. And that's yeah, why I, I don't I do. think he genuinely likes her. I think there's a difference in the tone. And we've always talked about this, like mm-hmm. tone, tonality, blah, blah, blah. Like for him, maybe like that was disrespectful equates to I felt disrespected. And I think those are two different things. I definitely think he meant the latter, though. But and how, I feel how like- are they two different things, though, if I can ask? Like. You know, I think 
when you say that was disrespectful, it's like, okay, yeah, like everybody would know, everybody who saw it would know that that was disrespectful and like that's unacceptable by any means. Okay. Versus I felt disrespected might just be like, like it's a me, like it's a me issue. It's my, yeah. it's a problem that I took to heart and I'm like seeking clarity. Yeah. We all know men don't think like this, but I'm just yeah, saying like course. when we're, yeah. when we're talking man, right. When we're talking man, it's probably he meant to say like, I felt disrespected or like, I that's felt like they were making fun of me. Like and that's guess, how I took that conversation. I didn't I, think that it was like an attack on Whitney. And I guess for me personally, like that's such a big thing. Like, to say, like, I've disrespected you. Or, like, if somebody's like, oh, my God, I've lost so much respect for them. And it's something, like, tiny. I'm like, that's really Mm -hmm. strong. Because it takes a lot for me to respect somebody. (laughs) Obviously, right? Right. Right. You know, like, I have a lot of appreciation for a lot of people. But, like, like, respect? You know, that is a very strong word. And, like, something to hold someone to. So then for me to then lose respect or feel disrespect, like that's just such a a big word to me. Maybe that's why like me, me personally, like hearing that, I don't know what it is. I just can't reconcile it. Like I can't understand mm-hmm. it. And okay. it's just me. It's just me. But it just feels like such a big leap. It, I feel like just because I've, had exposure to like a lot of these like extensive conversations about like psychological safety and Mm -hmm. understanding how to communicate in a way that may resonate with people better that's Mm -hmm. the only thing that I thought of was just like an example of like okay was it actually disrespectful or did you feel disrespected? Like, mm-hmm, were you mm-hmm. silent or were you silenced? Like, <laughs> are you happy or could you be happier? Like, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> okay, yeah, true, 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 true. So that's how I took it because I think Mandy does like Whitney and I feel like she she likes him too. I just don't think – because Whitney keeps bringing up we're so different. We have nothing in common. We are opposites. And Mehdi tries to reconcile it by kind of countering that. Like, oh, yeah, like we're from different worlds, but that doesn't mean that we can work. Like, I feel like I've seen effort from Mehdi's side. Like, yeah, like you shouldn't have to tell somebody how to love you, but like you should in the first couple of weeks. Damn. Yeah, like, if she couple- says like, you should take me to the terrace. Like, yeah, take it. But there's only so, the wh- so many places that they- he's watched Love Island. Mm-hmm. These people have watched Love Island. It's like, if you want alone time and you want to make your move, you know, and also like, she's saying that as an allusion to like, you could kiss me. And it's taken this man, yeah. not to, not to force and like, a uh, a pace on, couples or people in mm. general um but I feel like they've kissed in the challenges and whatever so that barrier has that's why those challenges exist for that barrier to be broken down and for them to feel more physically comfortable with each other and I feel like you know if you're massaging somebody you're comfortable and if you're cozy in bed like you're comfortable so like what is with this Whitney needing to be like you can kiss me could do these things like it's just it's right there it's obvious it's like when you have to tell a man like you could take me on a date hey like you know if you're telling man in the first month like 
what is a good way to court a woman in general? Like, how, how are they going to court you two years down the line? Like, if they're barely courting you now, they're not going to court you later, in my opinion. I feel like he could court somebody else that he was more compatible with. I feel like he would be moving at a stronger pace with somebody he was more compatible with. So to me, Whitney and Maddie, it's friendly. There's nobody else in there for them, whatever. So they're being cutesy, really giving it a chance. And I just feel like the station's going to come to a stop. Like the train's going to come to a stop at any, at any day now. Like, we're just waiting. We're waiting for Casa. Everybody in the villa sees it too. It's not just something we're seeing on the screen, but something that like their, you know, fellow islanders who see them day in, day out are seeing as well. Even her friends. Right. I see what you're saying. And like, I agree with you. I just think like they like each other, but it's still like, not enough where they're fully in the potential situationship relationship thing. Mm. Because again, like Mehdi, I feel like has been pretty shy from the beginning. Like he's hasn't commented on any woman's appearance in a way that's like, you know, indicative of him, like wanting to go ham on somebody. Like he's really mm. not some, like he's not a pig. <laughs> <laughs> like all the men have made weird comments like we know Tyreek and his signature twirl like I feel like a lot of them have had their moments in showing that they're very like feral but for me it's like a man doesn't have to be feral or like go after somebody gung-ho and like say that is their best way to show that they like someone uh, like we love we love a slow feral. burn we love a man who takes his time I guess yeah. you know but being feral doesn't equate to not to like, it's a spectrum, right? Like, it doesn't have to be zero or a hundred. For me, it feels like it's zero, personally, the way I see it. And maybe other people see more sparks <laughs> than I do. But I just feel like, you know, she's trying to be more open and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you got to be more genuine. You got to be more open. You got to be this and that. And she's like, Okay, well, this is my love language is touch, and he's like, "Well, it's not mine." End of conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, "All right, so why should she be trying with you?" Like, you know. Well, he gave her a massage. He gave her a massage. Fine. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I think we're just seeing it. It's like weird. Like they're working for some reason, but it's gonna be a slow burn. Like they're just trying to figure out each other's personalities. Like. Yeah, opposites attract, I guess. And maybe that'll work for them and maybe it won't. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. Well, a couple that is not so opposites attract. It's more like <laughs> the same people attract to the same people <laughs> are Ellen Tyreek, our little fire starters, our little drama starters, our little love to fight couple. They really do. They really be fighting all the time. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh. It's just like the conversation will be going so good. And I was like, serious time. And Tyreek's like, okay, you want to be serious? Now I'm going to tell you everything you don't want to hear. <laughs> and she's like, why? <laughs> but 
They had a good they had a good run this episode. These last three episodes. They did. They were back in love. They got sent to the hideaway. Those sheets were pumping iron, let me tell you. The sheets were moving Seriously. so fast. I was like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> and the toe curl and the, the toe, toe curl oh, in the oh, night cam <laughs> you should have kept that toe un- covered covered you should have kept that toe covered because you had you know you go into this villa and they're using anything against you they're like the <laughs> ellie belly has fallen off the bed the toe has curled. <laughs> repulsion like yeah. get out of here like no but here's the thing like his ass was wearing the gym shark uh he, he was wearing the gym shark socks so where'd those go took him off he's a, a no socks during sex kind of man <laughs> he laid the law down he was like i'm wearing the socks just kidding we're getting freaky the socks are off but anyways yeah. What are you feeling about our lovebirds? I okay, fine. I'm I'm on team them. Okay, they still seem like the most stable, but also unstable couple. <laughs> um, and unstable just in the sense that they're always beefing, but it it's definitely in like a f- playful way now. I feel like they've both found their groove. Tyreek really felt like he was about to lose her when she was like giggling with Scott and then she like gave him this like big really close hug and then she walked over to the beanbag chairs and Tyreek was like nah (laughs) get out of here so I think they found their pace I thought the hideaway was cute I audibly guffawed when they came back into the bedroom the next morning and Ella was like yeah Tyreek wanted me to whip him and shit like I yeah so out of pocket so out of out of turn and <laughs> oh my it was so funny I I enjoyed it and I thought that their conversations like I didn't see too many conversations happening with between them and the hideaway so I don't know when Tyreek had all this time to tell Ella like oh my god I've never felt this way ever before in my life. Like, I really like you and all sorts of stuff. But they're smooth sailing for now. Am I still betting that Tyreek's going to fuck up at Casa? Yes. But I'm not sure anymore after, after this past episode when they ended up going to the, to the hideaway on Monday. I still am feeling yes, only because he's, like, so up and down. I feel like he's – his style of arguing, for me, is, like, guerrilla warfare because he's the kind of guy who's going (laughs) to push the goalpost, you know? It's like, go back Sammy and the fact that Jess is saying one thing and doing another and all that stuff. Mm. But he literally did that with Leah, you know? Like, he's backing Mm. Sammy because that's what he did with Leah and Ella, like, waiting a few days. And then, like, like, Scott wants to get to talk to Ella, and he's like, you have 48 hours, blah, blah, blah. And they get into a about it, and he gets so annoyed about it. And then, like, during the challenge, he says, no, my head's not going to turn. And then 
during brunch she's like she's like oh yeah so like we're locked in like you said your head wasn't gonna turn and he was like yeah for now it's like no what do you mean for now and she's literally like what do you mean for now you can't just say for now and he's like yeah I can it's my emotions they're my emotions it's like okay well you're so I mean he wasn't he wasn't wrong he wasn't wrong though no I don't think he's wrong because I feel like that's literally what is going to happen like his head won't Mm -hmm. turn for now when he gets to cost right. his head will turn. But yeah, it's I agree. like, that's not what she's asking from you. And like, you know it. She's asking like, you're not going to flirt with anybody else. You're not going to see anybody else. Like, we're locking it in. Like, are we exclusive? This is, and this is why like communication is so key. It's enough with the fucking Love Island jargon. Because we know it doesn't mean shit. You got to right. go in there, Ella, and be like, are we exclusive? Yes or no? Because then when he goes to Casa and he's like, well, I said my head wouldn't turn for now. Not that you won't have anything to stand on, but in his eyes, you won't have anything to stand on. So he's going to feel like he has nothing to apologize for. He didn't owe you anything. He said for now. Whereas like, if you're like, are we exclusive? Yes or no. And then he goes to Casa. It's like, okay, you cheated. Point blank, period. She did though. She's been trying to fucking do that. Like at the brunch or breakfast thing, she, she was like, "Okay, so you're closed off now." But the, but that's but what she I'm saying. did. But it's Love Island jargon that doesn't actually hold water. It's like if you're closed off, you are closed off. The train has left the station. Yes, but like that is Love Island like lingo. Like you're like what I'm trying to explain is like he's playing within the boundaries of the Love Island like jargon. That in Love Island world does not mean like you cheated and therefore now mm. we will dissect our relationship going from like the vantage point that you cheated. That to them means like I said I was closed off and I changed my mind and that's kind of kind of fucked up, but it's Love Island, so that's kind of the name of the game. So did I cheat? No, because I was playing the game. And that's what I'm like saying. If he wants to be still open, he can say that, mm-hmm. but he's saying, like, I'm not open for now. It's like, okay. Right. He's saying what you want, right. he wants to hear while also, like, throwing in your, like, catch-22. But he's such a, like, little punk. Like, he just yeah. says that. Like, he's so unserious about everything. I bet you when it comes down to it... I don't know. I just, I, he's still my wild card right now. I can't get a read. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do in Casa. I just know I'm going to be entertained. And that's the one bet I will take because I will be entertained. My bet with them is he will fuck up in Casa and she -hmm. will still take him back. Unfortunately. Yeah. And like, I I don't know how badly he'll fuck up. But he's going to fuck up and she's going to take him back. And that's my bet. That's my bet. All right. Lock it in. We're locking it in. in. Just like how this other couple is never going to lock it in ever. Yeah. Now Jess and Sammy. (laughs) Jess and Sammy. Blowout after blowout. Then little kiss, little makeup. Then bam, blowout. They tore us everything apart. Then they're yelling. Then they're walking away. Then they're calling Mitch a hero. Then they're calling Leah in for reinforcements. Like, what is going on? This explosive end to such a chaotic-ass couple. Wild. 
wild. wild to me. And let's not fucking forget, because before we get into the, the other three people, what the hell was that Sammy comment about oh throwing goodness. two couples under the bus in front of Maya fucking Jamma and that sexy ass LBD? Like, yeah, I feel like it, Sammy is definitely upset that he's not faring well in the public eye. And I feel like, but he like, only why has would himself, he be? No, why would he be? But, and he only has himself to blame. But his immediate go-to is like throw other people under the bus. Like, oh, right. I don't think Scott is attracted to Catherine. It's like, babe, I don't think that's the problem. I think Scott is attracted to someone else more. Why the fuck are you alluding that Scott wouldn't be attracted to Catherine? Like, are you dumb? Right. You know, like, maybe you're projecting because you're not attracted to Jess, but you've hitched your little fucking wagon to her because you know she's more popular than you are. And, like... No, do you... Say what he said. Say what he said said about Jess. He said in the confessional, like, oh, I'm not... Like, Jess wasn't even my type. I was her type. I'm the one giving her a chance and, like, making it work. It's like, you're disgusting, actually. Unbelievable. That was actually wild yeah I felt I felt so insulted Mm -hmm. and I hate oh my god man hater man hater ah! I I cannot stand men who think that it's like a fucking like royal pass that they have coupled up with someone who they're not even their type, but they know that they're hot shit for some reason. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. Jess is gorgeous and she's mm-hmm. so fucking funny. But the same shit came back during that other challenge when he was like, yeah, Jess, I would pick Jess for the personality. Like, we've been knew he was, like, kind of low-key hating on the way that she looks. But this yeah. was just so disgusting to yeah. me. Like. You're joking. Wants to call her an ugly troll who he has like so graciously granted the right to like get to know him. It's like actually you're the fucking horrible troll because your soul is like kind of it's kind of rotted for the fact that like he just is so comfortable immediately jumping to women's looks, degrading them, calling Leah a test saying that Leah's pro- like feelings are not his problem, even though they're directly a cause of his own actions. Right. Jumping to say that Scott doesn't even think Catherine's attractive. Any opportunity he's given saying that Jess is, like, he's not even attracted to Jess. He only likes her for her personality. He's giving her the chance. It's like, you are not the prize, and you will never be the prize. Because what are you bringing to the table? Nothing. You came alive with Jess. If she's the one carrying you, it's obvious at this point because you're at risk again. It's like the only thing you've provided for me is clocking Mitchell for his hypocrisies and his behavior. But it's like two sides of the same coin, babe. He's just so like... I hate how likable he is up until this last episode because he was saying stuff that was making me chuckle. I was like, wait, oh my God, this is funny. Like, Mm -hmm. I get it. But no, you're so right. Like, there's definitely, definitely very questionable intentions, questionable behavior. Mm -hmm. He's definitely 
letting like he's definitely revealing himself yeah. in that he's just finding comfort and safety in Jess exactly like you said yeah. and it's just disgusting to me like even that like when he said you know there was a test and the camera panned to Leah I was like are you joking like it's yeah. the whole principle of like if you actually liked me like you wouldn't need a test like that whole fight that Ella and Tyreek had like the fucking third episode but yeah. it's just very very strange I'm uh uh-uh. like definitely getting like red huge huge red flags and just not a good vibe anymore yes like if you make women cry and then say like I didn't even do anything to you like you need a you need to self-reflect a little bit and just understand yeah. that you know it doesn't take a lot to say a genuine apology and try to sympathize with someone who you've hurt at the mm-hmm. end of the day and Leah is correct in the fact that he mm-hmm. didn't pull her to be like and by the way you know I've made up my mind I'm sorry to have to let you down but me and Jess just have connected more than you and I have like no oh yeah yeah we never had that conversation when Leah brought that up I was like oh my god you're right because yeah frankly when Leah's in a conversation with anybody I kind of tune out and I like whatever and I'm like doing my best all the conversations kind of like plateau at the same level Mm. so I kind of didn't even catch that he hadn't sat down and talked to her. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. He didn't even have the audacity to be like, and by the way, it's off. So, right. of course, she's going to be upset. You didn't even give her the opportunity to have a conversation with you. She probably would be like, okay, right. like, my feelings are hurt because I feel like I'm not finding a connection. But at least you told me. Thank you. Um, But one thing I really did like from the last few episodes was seeing Jess and Leah be able to like rally around the situation and be friendly and sweet and be like, no, babe, it's not your fault. Like, I'm so sorry that happened mm-hmm. to you. Um, just all the girls actually, even including Molly. Love it. Um, debriefing and being like, this is fucked up that the boys are doing this. Um, but to pivot the conversation to Mitchell, I feel like, <laughs> When Ella said, like, oh, you and Sammy are having so many rows, like, if you don't want drama, you should pick Mitchell. I'm like, oh, oh, we're yep. debriefing, but we're not doing the work. The girls are debriefing, but we're not doing the work. How are you yep. not talking Mitchell? Like, how are we saying it's so convenient for Sammy to now all of a sudden lock it down with Jess, but we're not saying how convenient it is that Mitchell now wants Jess. I'm like, oh my God. And also, how is he drama free? Quickly. I would love to know, Ella. How is he drama free? I would too. Oh man. I would too. I mean, as the least trustworthy person in the freaking villa, according to every single Islander there, including Ella, who said it was Mitch, I don't know what they're on or what they're talking about, but... I don't know. I will tell you, though, uh, Mitchell is a little sneaky, sly snake, and I don't think he'd fuck around when it comes to Jess. Not at least to her face. Mm, but he's not attracted to Jess, bro. He's saying I know. It was, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Tell yeah. me. Tell me you you heard and saw his facial expressions when he was like, yeah, I saw you with Sammy. And I was like, man, like that should have been me. Like, who are you, Justin Bieber? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why that impression weird. Because I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this little performance? Like, is this what you call sauce? 
Is this what you yeah. call gain? Like, you're literally just, like, you binged watched, like, Bridgerton or something. And we're like, oh, okay. Stop. I got it in the bag. I'm going to walk no, in there. Was- and I'm going to say, I can be better for you than him, babe. And he's now said Seriously. that about ten times. I know, because he, like, really wants to make sure she's hearing it, I guess. But here's the thing. If you like someone, then you're romantic. Then you court them, as you've been saying. Like, there's none of that. Just sitting, like, posted up on the fireplace with your freaking flip-flops up on the freaking thing in front of you and just, like, saying it out of the corner of your mouth, like, facing her. Like, that doesn't – it's giving me – it's giving me – trashy it's giving me i don't give a fuck it's giving me like oh let's turn this friendship into something more maybe like it's just so weird i don't get it what did i say like he's been queuing up just to have Mm. her save him for a long time like since no you've been so like this was inception i i know i dude i know dude I know. Um, (laughs) But, like, from that first recoupling where he didn't know if Molly was going to pick him or not, he was in just as you're like, I want you to pick me. I don't even want Molly to pick me. I want you to pick me. If you picked me, if Molly picks me, actually, like, I'm going home because I don't even want to be with her. And it's like, Molly like, like, thank you so much. Like, I can be better for you than Zach. Like, we're just, like, so in love. And then Molly finally kicked him to the curb, and he's like, Jess, I can literally be better for you than, like, Sammy. And, like, I want you to pick me, and I want you to be with me. It's like, oh, my God. The levels of deception, they're just, he's not, like, I'm sorry. I just don't even think, like, he finds her attractive, like. I don't. I don't think so. And here's the thing. It would be different. It would be different if it was, um. Like, they could have been in a friendship couple or, like, had their moment where they were kind of flirting and stuff. Like, Ron and, um, what was that gorgeous girl's name? Tanyelle. Who was an esthetician who had a BB. Yes, Tanyelle. It, like, literally, they could have had, like, a Ron and Tanyelle moment, but he's just being so weird and, like, sly about it. And you're right. Like, I don't think he's actually attracted to Jess either. So, yeah. Like, because that's so good that you brought that up because I felt like between Ron and Tanyelle, like, I did mm-hmm. feel like they were attracted to each other. I did yeah, feel like, yeah. okay, like, we're in a friendship couple, but, like, let's let's give it a little testy test. Like, we're friends, but let's <laughs> give it a little testy test because we like flirting with each other and blah, blah, blah. And it was, like, still, even still, even though they had sexual chemistry and they found each other attractive, it still didn't work out. This, I'm like, y'all don't, there's no, there's no chemistry here. You Chemistry is not one of those things that, like, you can describe it's just something mm-hmm. that when you see it it's there you know and totally. i feel like honestly outside of ella and tyreek i just don't see that a lot of couples had this chemistry i thought sammy and jess had this chemistry i still think they do have this chemistry i just don't think that the chemistry is going to take them into like a home run we're going to be together in the outside situation but there's still chemistry there everyone else i'm like where is the chemistry where's the chemistry because <laughs> i'm not seeing yeah it. i agree i'm hearing I a agree. lot about this chemistry i'm not seeing it is the chemistry in the room with us now i don't think so and i think you're absolutely right in asking that question like it doesn't make any sense to me i'm 
I don't know what's going because now, right? Like those four people in this birdhouse, they cannot couple in their original couplings. We know fucking Leah's not going to match up with Sammy because screw that. Mitchell and Jess might turn it into a friendship thing mm -hmm. if Mitchell doesn't go for the bombshell. Or like she, the bombshell the, doesn't pick him, but I, I don't think, think the bombshell's they will. not coming in for him. I think she said Tyreek. Uh, definitely, she said Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I think she said Zachariah like again. <laughs> so I mean, no one's coming Zachariah, in for Mitchell again. Oh no, no 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 no! Do what I'm Zachariah's sorry. Gonna do. I'm sorry. She's not coming in for Zachariah. She's coming. She said Sammy. Sammy was her last choice. So Sammy Tyreek. And uh, Scott. There we go. I was like Zachariah. I was like, okay, girl. Mm -hmm. um, no, I didn't. I didn't catch who she was coming in for. So this is new for me. But okay, that's interesting. I feel like she'll gel. Well, I mean, Tyreek's definitely gonna do the Tyreek twirl with her in that little dress that she's wearing, like the Kylie Jenner mm -hmm. duplicate mm -hmm. dress. Which honestly, slay. She looks so good in that. I was like, woo, okay. She did look good. So, she looks good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for these new bombshells. And also, I love me a man with a chain, especially a silver chain. I'm like, ooh, get it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I um, I think we're just gonna have to see Mitchell Coast in a friendship couple. For a lot of this, who show. knows? For a lot, who it's, knows? It's giving Hugo. It's giving like you're sexy. So what's your deal? Oh, it's your it's your personality. Oh, <laughs> it's giving sense. he's gonna go to casa. It's giving he's gonna go to casa. He's gonna bring a girl back, and then they're both gonna get dumped from the island. No, literally. literally. <laughs> like unfortunately, that that's probably what's gonna happen. But yeah. anyway, we have. A couple more days left of week three. I'm so excited to see how these bombshells are going to bombshell. You guys, come fucking find us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at VillaBirds, where we have been a powerhouse and cranking out content. And by me, I mean Val's doing an amazing, incredible job making the most amazing infographics for you guys to reference and share with your friends to let them know what the hell was happening on the most recent episodes on Twitter. One of us, both of us, or none of us are live tweeting at all times for every single episode at Villabird's Pod. Come and DM us. Talk to us about the show. We love hearing from you guys. And most importantly, please leave a five-star review so that we are not branded as man-haters. And thank you. And good night. Peace. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.